Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, November 20th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can also listen to us on podcast and on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how it can affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And our lineup for today's show, we will be having a panel conversation with the team of Get priorities straight. Now more than ever is the time to take control of your personal finances. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. I'm excited to have the team from Get Priorities Straight share for the entire show today. We'll have Doug Peterson, owner and founder, Angel Barna, client client relations, and she's also a formal client. And we have Leah Wold, operations and Cat Herder. Love your title, Leah. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topics discussed, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyara.com. And we'll start out the show as we do each week with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. What do you got for money chat today, Keelan? Well, I sometimes like to talk about things in the spirit of what I'm feeling in my business. And uh, we are in a very competitive market out there for people that are purchasing. Um, we're seeing multiple offers. Unfortunately, sometimes it, you just don't get the house and you sometimes can be emotionally tied to it. And then you want to go to the next house and it gets exhausting. And it's, we call it buyer's fatigue. And I'm seeing quite a bit of buyer's fatigue out there. Um, so, you know, when you get to that point, a lot of times I'll hear some of the, our borrowers just say, hey, I just want to take a few months off and, and uh, just take it easy and then we'll jump back in. And, you know, I can understand in some circumstances, but there could be some financial repercussions from doing that uh, because uh, the market is not taking time off. You might be taking time off, but the money keeps moving and the market keeps moving. And so taking some examples of that right now and, and just maybe looking like six months, what kind of difference that could make for people, it's a big deal. I mean, in King County, the market is really hot at this at this point, and uh, the forecasted appreciation over the next six months is 1.93%. It's insane. Um, so if we were to quantify that, the King County median house price, I'm just going to start there, uh, it's $628,000. That would be 
in six months, that same home you're trying to buy for $628,000 would be worth $640,127. And additionally, if you're planning on putting the same percentage down, you'd have to borrow more because you have to put more percentage of a higher price. So, and just in that little time as well, and it seems shocking, the, the monthly payment is $40, um, assuming interest rates stay the same, which I'll talk about that a little bit, but on all these examples, we'll just assume rates are going to stay the same. The loss in appreciation would be $12,127, just right there, 12 grand, grand, boom, gone. You'd also lose money on amortization as well because you didn't start paying the loan back. So um, that would be about $5,429 in amortization you lost. So that's a total annual loss of $475 in just payments and a loss of appreciation and amortization of $17,566. So in six months, you've just lost yourself basically $20,000. And a lot of times people get hung up on rates and what they're going to do, and that could be a reason. That's a lot of money. Um, if we waited a year, that would be $46,505 loss of appreciation and amortization. Two years would be $93,000, and so on and so on as time goes on. Um, that same home in in two years would be projected to appreciate by 11.28%. So that now that home um, is worth almost $700,000. That same one that you could have bought if you would have got in there for 628 grand. And the payment on that at, at two years would be $231 more per month. Again, assuming rates stay the same. But um, the interest rates uh, I would say are some of the lowest they've ever been in history at this point. And if I had a horse in the game, I would say that they would probably go up as, you know, when things stabilize from this COVID, we have a lot of concerns with the vaccine and stuff and that coming out and uh, concerned selfishly because we love this low rate interest rate envir environment. So if that happens, the economy picks back up, interest rates go, go on. But even let's say if rates did go lower, the monthly savings with a lower rate is dwarfed by the misappreciation and amortization. It would take many, many, many years to recoup that that you would have lost regardless. And it's kind of worth taking that risk right now because, if, like I said, if I had a horse in the race where interest rates are, are at right now, the chances are of them going up, not down. It's just a matter of time. So if I had to give something to our uh, listeners out there, I know it's tough to buy a house right there, but stay in the game, stay motivated because it can make a huge difference for you and your family and what you actually uh, end up paying for a home. Yeah, great advice, Keelan. And yes, I always say your home is out there. As long as you don't quit and give up, like you said, you're gonna find your home. And yes, it can be a really costly, costly mistake. A lot of people, they can't save quick enough, majority to keep up just as uh, Keelan went through those numbers. Thank you for that, Keelan. And housing starts have been released showing that overall starts were up 4.9%, which is stronger than expectations. Year over year, the starts are up 14.2%. All of the gain was in, in important part, which was in single family home starts which were up 6.4% month over more, month over month, and is the area we really needed it to see for building. Now, single family starts are at the highest level in 13.5 years on the permit side, which is the good future indicator for starts. The headline was flat month over month, however, is up 2.8% 
0.8% year over year. Single family permits were up 0.6% for the last month. The increase in single family starts and permits were to help meet some of the demand. However, there is so much more demand than supply right now, and there's much more needed. The imbalance will continue to support home prices. Ivy Zellman reported that builders are building 16% less homes than demand, which will continue to add to the already tight inventory issue. That's what Keelan was talking about in the property appreciation. So this should continue to be a support, the solid appreciation moving forward. Additionally, there is such strong demand that one in three of inventory is turning over every single month. Now, tomorrow, the NAHB Housing Market Index will be released for November. The October readings came in at record high at 85 with builder traffic at a very strong 74. Any reading above 50 signals expansion. Rents are rising at 2.7% across the U.S., which is stable from the previous month. Now, Mortgage Banker Association released their mortgage application data for last week, showing that overall application volume decreased 0.3% for the previous from the previous week. Week refinances were down 2% last week and are 98% higher year over year. Purchase volume was up 4% last week and are 26% higher than the previous week. Interest rates increased slightly from 2.98% to 2.99%, which is 1% lower than this time last year. Now, remember, the MBA rate is for last week and always includes a fraction of points, in this case, 0. The refinance share of mortgage activity decreased back to 70% of all loans with refinances down and purchases up week over week. Many in the media believe that rates will be much higher next year. But we have said that while we think that we could see a modest bump in interest rates near term due to inflation, we think rates will remain very attractive the next year. And the Fed, who has been buying mostly uh, at 2% coupons, has started to buy the 1.5% coupon last week. This could drive rates lower. Additionally, there has been chatter that the Fed could start to buy even more longer date maturity bonds, which would also help keep the rates low. Now, Atlanta Fed President uh, Raul Ralph E. Bolstick is in the running for the new Treasury Secretary to replace the replace Stephen Munchett, who spoke yesterday regarding the recovery and said that he felt it would be softer than expected. He also was asked about the Fed's stance on quantitative easing QE and seemed to open to the idea that the Fed would use their full range of tools. Uh, so we're going to see if that it has any announcement at the December Fed meeting that the Fed will buy more bond and treasuries. They're currently buying about $120 billion per month. Core retail sales in October rose just 0.1% in October, which was below the estimated uh, up 0.5% in September and was revised down to 0.5 to a gain of 0.9%. The initial stimulus and additional unemployment benefits certainly was helping consumers, however, that they may be wearing off, especially as unemployment benefits expire. If there is another stimulus deal 
coming, it will likely weigh on retail sales further. More shutdowns will also affect sales and several states are already starting to shut down or they are initiating stiffer rules uh, due to COVID, including of course here in Washington state, California and Michigan and Oregon have also shut down indoor dining again, among other measures. Philadelphia is also introducing new rules, including a ban on all or most indoor private gatherings. The vaccine cannot come any sooner. And that's your money chat for today. Coming up next on the money hour, gaining security when you have inconsistent income with the team of Get Priority Straight right here on 1150 AM KKNW. stressing out about finances? Is your income infrequent? Are you not on the same page with your partner about finances? Doug Peterson of GPS helps clients reduce stress, increase peace of mind, and create predictability for their personal finances. To have a conversation with Get Priorities Straight, call 206-264-4424 or email info at letsgps.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You're listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKIW, the Friday, November 20th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can also catch our show on podcast or on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. It is a great day to talk about money, and that is what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you are listening to our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. However, we can connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Uh, please call the show at one 855 Again, that's one 855 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now in studio... Here we have the team of Get Priority Straight, Doug Peterson, owner and founder, Angel Barna, client relationships and former client, and Leo Wald, operations and their cat herder. Gaining security when you have inconsistent income. So many of us in the mortgage industry, financial planning, small business owners, real estate agents, and a list, the list goes on, don't have a stream of steady stream of income every month. And that can certainly create an uncertainty around paying uh, for their lives. So right here at 1150, we have the team and I want to first uh, welcome each of you for uh, being here. Thank you for coming onto the show. Great to be here. Yeah. Thanks, Tina. Thank you for having us. 
Yeah. And I want to share. Thank you, Keelan. Well, and Keelan, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Keelan. Thank you. <laughs> A little bit about uh, Doug. Over the last 20 years, Doug Peterson has helped people align their goals and visions both personally and professionally. He founded Get Priority Straight in 2018 to provide a program to help individuals maximize their personal income and improve their ability to invest. Having founded and run eight businesses in his career, Doug has perfected a system that works regardless of the industry, marital status, or income. He is currently working with Amazon managers, wealth managers, real estate professionals, attorneys, and technology professionals. Doug also managed the band before Dawn, who did backup vocals on Hart's first al album, Dreamboat Annie. So cool, Doug. Um, I wanted, I've been in sales since I was 15 years old, and with salespeople comes commission, and with commission comes inconsistent income. Sometimes you have big months, sometimes you have small months. The more you plan and the more you take Tina's course, the more consistent it gets. But um, no ups and downs, feast and famine. So how do you help people with inconsistent income uh, to provide for themselves and, and really prepare? You, know, you kind of nailed it with the, the ups and downs and kind of the worry. And one of the things that's important to remember is that confidence comes from predictability. And if you can't predict your income, you lose confidence. And there's an awful lot of people that have really good months and then they spend money like they had good months. So the way to manage it is to really get clear on what are your regular expenses? What are your infrequent expenses? And this is everything. This is car, repair, car repairs, car tabs, Christmas, travel, and really smooth out your income so you know what you need and pay yourself a salary. So when you have those big months, you pay yourself the same amount. And then I teach people that are in business for themselves or salespeople, give yourself a profit distribution every quarter, but don't live on the best months because you will have some months that aren't as good. So the more that you can predict your income, the more confidence you'll have and the more security you'll have. I, if I can just add a little to that, um, Get Priority Street really spends a lot of time with their clients on getting super clear on what the monthly expenses are, right? So it really is the, the setting the bar for what, what you have to have every single month so that when you have surplus, you know what to do with it so that when mm -hmm. it's down, you're filling it in with that surplus, right? Like it's not, it, your, your monthly uh, expenses typically don't change as often as your monthly income does when you're someone who works on a commission basis or a 1099 basis or whatnot, right? So it really helps to establish the baseline so that you can operate at that baseline all the time, right? And then like he was saying with the quarterly distributions, it really helps to then infuse you with the surplus when it's necessary or appropriate. Yeah, I would say that Doug, um, first and foremost, he's a big cheerleader for the emergency fund. And when I first started working with him, he had me budget for things like auto repairs. And I was like, no, I don't spend any money on auto. And then I lost my key fob and it ended up being $600 to replace it. And I was like, but I had, I had the money in a bucket. So um, I had already... 
I'd already budgeted for it. And when those things happen, you're like, wow, it's a game changer. Yeah, so in, in, important to have somebody uh, like Doug on your side and what you guys are doing uh, with Get Priority Straight is, is so important because I would say, you know, the, the biggest challenge that people have is managing their finances. And even if you know what to do, if you don't have somebody accountable and helping you create better habits around paying yourself first, having that emergency fund, not like Doug talked about, um, especially in sales, you have those great months and think, oh, I have all of this money. The reality is, you know, that those not so great months are going to be coming. And that not so great month isn't the average month. It's less than that. So you really need to take that money and have that set percentage of what you're doing in all of your areas. And then the extra, you can decide uh, what you want to do with it there. Would you agree with that, Doug? Absolutely. It's interesting how there's no income you can't outspend. And what is a new luxury now becomes the new norm. So by understanding what it takes you to live, and this isn't just barely surviving, this is having a nice life. You're not buying big stocks and new cars and going on fancy vacations, but it's enough that you cannot have pressure at home while you're running your business or earning your income. And the more that we can reduce or eliminate that pressure or stress at home, now you can put more of your energy in your business. Stressed brains don't work the same as not stressed brains. Yeah, and a, a great tips too. And I'd love to hear what you have to say on this, uh, Doug. First of all, to always be saving for something. And it doesn't matter if you're saving for um, a Louis Vuitton purse, if you're a girl or a pair of shoes, the fact that you're, it doesn't have to be something that you uh, really need how it's something. However, it's something you want. If you're always saving for something, then you're going to be less apt to actually be buying things that you don't need. Would you agree with that, Doug? I would, and it's kind of funny. You know, savings is is not something specific. You mentioned some specifics, but also the way we teach it is every dollar gets a job. So instead of saving its savings, it is my vacation fund. It's my fun fund. And even a fun fund is vague, but you know it's guilt-free spending, right? So the more that you can get intentional, and we, we move the, away from the word budget, which sounds like diet, to the intentional spending plan, where we fund what you absolutely love and want, which is that purse, and we brutally cut out what you don't care about. Yeah, so true. I love that and intentional, that word intentional. So how do you manage the day-to-day -day spending when you have irregular uh, income like most people in sales do? Well, I would say first, you have pretty similar expenses every month. And those are your monthlies that you need to keep the lights on. Then you have the infrequent ones, like you may pay insurance every six months and you may have car repairs every once in a while, but I found no matter what model you're the car, it's about $150 a month on average over a three-year period. It tires, brakes, all that kind of stuff. So those two things, keep the lights on, your infrequent and monthly expenses. So if you can budget those, and again, I, I use the word budget, but literally set aside money in a bucket for those things, where you spend it or not, you know how much you need to get by. The next category is quality of life. And that's dining out, wine, uh, vacations. I do put pets in that category. What's that? 
Louis Vuitton purses. That's quality of life. Louis Vuitton purses, absolutely. Totally. Um, I even put pets in that category with the idea if you're really tight, you know, you can't afford pets if you can't eat. But this gives you a real number of what it takes to live and, and live successfully. You have enough. And of course, I've had a couple discussions with clients that, oh no, pets is going into definite necessity. Mine definitely would. There you go. Same. <laughs> Same. I have to give them, I have to give them one win. You know, I got <laughs> something working. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, how do you help people? I know I've talked to people about this before, and they can kind of get lost in the shuffle as far as um, you have a lot of little things. You have this little magic thing that you go around and you slide it and it gets these things on like a day-to-day -day basis. How do you help people when they just get overwhelmed with this whole thing? A lot of people just do the old ostrich, right? They just bury their head in the sand because they don't want to face the facts here. How do you provide security and help people sleep well by knowing that it's not such a diluted, daunting thing. Well, I'm not sure I'm clear on the question. It's, it's a diluted, daunting thing to use credit cards? To what? Well, just for some people, they just, yeah, bury their head because it's just, it seems like the whole process of getting organized. And especially when you look at the micro transactions, like I buy coffee here, or I do this right there. It just seems to be very daunting to people. You could get lost in just the little details of this thing as opposed to you're, you're making it simple for people, which is so important. So how do you help people with that and providing that security for the family? What do you think, Angel? You've been through that. Do you have any comments on that? You get really clear on every time you swipe for that cup of coffee when you're um, taking note and keeping track of it. That I can tell your budget tightens up fast, right? Um, but all that being said, you get super clear when you look at that, you look at that bucket and you go, hmm, I don't know if Starbucks deserves $300 of my hard earned money every month. So even though it, there is a lot of labor behind it, it is the harder thing to do. Um, you get super clear on where your money's going right away. And then you're swiping less, right? You're, you're getting really, really clear on how many trips you're making to the store because you just went to the store to get ice cream, but you ended up spending $50 because you were snacky or hungry, right? All of those things start to really tighten up when you get intentional and you get your eyes on it. Go to the grocery store when you're not hungry, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, uh, a minute left here. Sense security and sleeping well. What? How do you ad advise on that, Doug? Well, Leah, do you have any comments on this? I, the only thing that I would say is it's a lot about just pulling your head out of the sand. It can be a little bit painful, but knowing is better than not knowing, right? Like, and I think that a lot of clients of GPS would attest that even once they know what the situation is, they sleep better, especially having us on their team, right? Because we're, we've also got our eyes on it to help them. Yeah, it's so important. And, and anything that you do, having that accountability uh, coach, and that's really what, um, in a way, what you guys are doing, you're, you're coaching and consulting around personal finances. You know, just ask yourself, I mean, how many people uh, that get a love letter from the IRS and they put it in their drawer? I mean, you know exactly what's in that letter. However, you're not opening the letter up and you know what the, the ending result's going to be from it. So yeah, so, so important. Well, coming up next on the Money Hour, we're going to have a continued conversation with the team of Get Priority Straight, reducing tension and stress around finances in your marriage. Got a solution for that right here at 1150 AM KKNW.
Are you tired of not knowing where your money is going? Do you feel like you start getting ahead on your finances, then get hit by an unexpected expense and feel behind? Doug Peterson with Get Priority Straight helps guide you to getting your money to do what you want it to do instead of wondering where it went. Doug has helped ambitious, busy, successful people be delighted by handling their money wisely. To have a conversation with Get Priority Straight, call 206-264-4424 or email info at letsgps.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, November 20th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show has temporarily moved virtually. You can also listen to our show on podcast or on air on Saturday at 3 p.m., with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And now back in studio, we have Doug Peterson, owner and founder, Angel Barna, client relations and former client and Leo Wald operations and cat herder reducing tension and stress around finances in your marriage money is often cited as one of the biggest pain points in any relationship there is a solution right here in 1150 AM KKNW well before we get into the old finances and marriage and I know that could be a pain point I got a really fun accountability story I'll make it quick because I don't want to steal any of your guys this time but I've been trying to get better for uh you know for my Nia's ACL tear and I have a uh, you guys know I have a four-year-old daughter they have a play place in there and she loved it now it's huge and there's only five kids a lot of the time they literally separate them they have to wear masks but every day London comes home daddy I want to go to the gym daddy I want to go to the gym so my accountability partner is my four-year-old daughter and just that she wants to go I've been to the gym like six times a week for like three weeks now. So just like some encouragement makes such a huge difference. So I, I, I had to oh, share awesome. that because it, it just, it, it, it's crazy that that works that way. <laughs> Anyhow, so um, finances of marriage. I mean, I heard the number one cause for divorce, maybe possibly around money. Something, somebody threw that around at me at one point. I don't know if that's true or not. But it's definitely a sensitive issue. How would you tackle such a sensitive issue uh, with your partner? We'll, we'll start with Doug. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to stand up and get a prop. I want to tell you a little story about my in-laws. So my, my father-in-law would constantly go, Mary, you're spending too much money. You're spending too much money. You're buying too many shoes. And she finally had it. Now, she's Italian. She's a spitfire. And so she went out. Oh, oh, and he would say, by the way, you know, I've had these shoes since I got married. I haven't bought any new shoes. So she got uh, pretty fed up with that. And she went out and took his shoes and bronzed them. He said, your shoes are going to last forever. These are actually worn real shoes. And <laughs> that's the kind of tension you run into, right? It's just one more thing and one more thing. And 
Angel said it so well. When you know what's going on, it's no longer an opinion. It's not you're spending too much. It's not you can't afford it. It's do I want to spend my money on that? We've got all these other things we want. So if we get really clear on what we're doing and every dollar we have gets a job and we say, well, we could take it out of our vacation fund. We plan to do some remodeling. We were going to do some upgrades with our yard, but we'd like to do this instead. And we had an unfortunate situation where we had bed bugs and bed bugs are horrible. It costs us $4,200. And I said, Hey, you know, why don't we not spend that much? We'll just get one of those covers. You know, if they're all dead, it'll keep them in. She goes, I'm not sleeping on a bed bug bed. And I said, well, hey, I don't want to go into our savings. We got vacation. She goes, yep, vacation. Problem solved. She got the bed. I got the bed. It sits up in the back. Feet come up. It's really cool. <laughs> and, and we didn't have the tension. So when you have things clear in front of you and you're both talking about what's important, you can make really easy decisions and all the emotional emotion comes out of my wife said one more thing and i'll be curious if angel or leah has a comment she said when we started this i thought i was going to lose control now i have more control than i ever thought i would have i agree yeah i that's it's a great point right and in every relationship, each person is going to have a different relationship to money because you're different people. You come from different backgrounds, from different places of the world, right? And it it's it's a taboo topic even in our country, right? Like that's our culture is to just, we don't talk about it. And that sometimes translates into our very close relationships. And we sort of, you know, like we were talking about in the last segment, like we remove the veil, right? We put the facts on the table so that you can make dispassionate, you know, decisions. You're not, you're not fueled by emotion and you're, you have someone that's on your side, right? A coach, a guide person that is from GPS that is helping you guys make those decisions and remove the veil. Like it's a little bit like pulling the bandaid off sometimes, right? But you got to do it to get to the better place. You have to journey through those, you know, quagmires in order to get to the place where you want to go. And you don't want to have that be a hurdle of your relationship or, a, you know, the black hole that nobody talks about because eventually it'll fester, right? Like you, it's just not healthy. I'm still stuck on, I'm not sleeping in the bed bug bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I, I would be right there with her. Yeah. So true, uh, Leah. And, um, you know, and Doug, you, you, and Leah, you talked about the, the connection or the relationship around money. And, you know, Doug, I know that you guys work really hard at GPS and, in the personality, you know, profiles and the way people uh, do things differently and how they react. Right, Doug? Yeah. Understanding this is from, I've done 20 years of coaching and mentoring in the business community and there's some great tools out there. And one we use talks about communication styles and motivators, which are decision-making filters. And those decision-making filters are not obvious. And if we can speak to our partner's motivators and understand what they are, we don't have to have the same motivation, but then they can hear you and it changes the dynamic completely. In fact, often it goes, you're just trying to annoy me, but if you put it that way, sure, because now you've spoke to what's important to the other person. Now, the, the caveat is that if you manipulate, this only works once. It'll work the first time, but people are smart and they can tell you're manipulating. 
Yeah. So it's got to be clear. It's got to be genuine. It's got to be appropriate. Now, one other thing I wanted to add, though, is that we, this, this is a revolutionary idea and so simple that we, uh, my wife and I, and we teach this in the program, set aside a little money in our own fund. And we usually, typically, it's about $800 a month. And we each have, I don't know, 1000 to 2000 in each of our accounts. So you can go out and spend $1,000 without asking your spouse. It's your money. You get to be an adult in the relationship. And so many people don't do that. Now, we have also have our own spending money. We have entertainment money. We even have date night. We have birthday funds set aside. So we have plenty. Wow. When we, and they're all little amounts. 35 bucks a month for a birthday. Anniversary, yeah. 25 bucks a month. That's a $300 dinner on our yeah. anniversary. It's fun. That is awesome. Uh, Angel, how about for you? Well, yeah, what I want to say is that um, when you put it all out there and it's all out there in black and white, um, there's so much stress um, and all kinds of emotions attached to your finances. But when you put it out there in black and white, you literally get you get to reclaim some of your sanity, some of your stress, because all of the unknown is now known. And then you emotionally detach from it. Right. There's just this once you get that release, then you can clean it up. You have something to work with. You know exactly where you stand. I think the procrastination and the not knowing and feeling buried is the part that's that's kind of tough. I mean, married or not. So true. I, yeah, I what totally about agree. When, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead, Leah. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say that um, I... I 100% agree with what Angel said, right? It's that it's the knowing uh, that actually does a lot of the relief of the stress. Like it, you're in your mind, you're you, you know, people, we always play games with ourselves and it's always much worse, right? Than, than what, what it actually might be. You know, our brains go to worst case scenario on an, on a frequent basis and we play that worry and anxiety game. And so, you know, to try and protect ourselves, we hide, but once, once you're not hiding anymore, it's, it really is a stress reliever. That's always interesting because that's kind of the, the MO of humans in general, fear, uh, false expectations appearing real. And it doesn't disappear when it comes around money. You got to make sure that you're not just letting things get out of perspective. What about, um, Doug, what about when one partner does most of the heavy lifting um, and is really involved and is excited about this and, and the other partner is just not really interested and uninvolved? What's your advice for that? Excuse me. In a lot of cases, and it just makes sense when you have a team, the person that's it's easier for is better at it, will do more of it. So it works out just fine. There may be less interest in knowing the details, like in my case, but my wife loves having transparency and visibility into exactly where we are. So it's important to understand what people want, what their concerns are, what their challenges are and then align what we do in helping them get in control of their finances and having their money do what they want it to do for them with them. And so it's gonna be usually one person is gonna do more of the work and the work is only a half an hour a week to stay 100% on top of your finances, balance all your accounts, nobody does that anymore, and know exactly where you stand, how much is left in your entertainment budget, your grocery budget, whatever you want. and. People come together quickly. I think the biggest problem is there's such a tension around not knowing that they don't deal with it because it's painful. And last time we dealt with it, you got mad. And now we're over budget again, or we spent too much again. And now I have to deliver it. So I'm going to quit delivering it. Yeah. We just won't deal with it. 
We so give them a way to deal with it. Well, bookkeeper takes care of my businesses and my husband uh, does all of the work on the uh, personal side. So, hey, we've got left of a, a minute in, in this segment, but I wanted to ask this before we get to the next topic. What are some practical strategies or at least a practical strategy that clients can start doing today to help them get on the same page as their partner? I think the easiest, simplest, most practical strategy is what Leah said. Figure out where you're at. Figure out where your money's going. That's the first place to start. That's not hypothetical. That's what you've already spent. That's what it's costing you. Most wealth managers will say that people underestimate their expenses by 50%. 50% is a huge number. Huge. And, uh, you know, talk to each other. Like, you know, broach the subject, right? Like that's like, that's going to be the number one first step, right? Is don't ignore it anymore. Like open your mouth, like have the conversation. And if you have to schedule it, you know, try and make sure you're both in the headspace to deal with it. Don't approach your spouse when they're in the middle of, you know, trying to make dinner or wrangle the kids, right? Like you're not going to have a productive conversation in that space, right? So so schedule the time, have the conversation, and be frank with one another and yeah. have grace. Give each other grace. Yeah, giving grace is good. And yeah, going back to what uh, Angel said and just not knowing, imagine, you know, and you guys know the statistics on this, I'm sure, but how many couples where you have one person that's in charge of the financing and the other person has no idea what's happening. And boy, what a what a, um, a really scary place to be. So if you're listening to the show today, um, you know, having somebody come in and really counsel around that, make sure you're educated and understand what's happening on the finances and get that plan together. And that's really what uh, GPS is all about. So coming up next in the Money Hour, continued conversation with the team at Get Priority Straight, paying attention to business finances when you're overwhelmed, right here on 1150 AM, KKNW. Do you feel anxiety about getting a handle on your personal finances? Have you been putting them on the back burner? Well, stop putting it off and take the first step. Get peace of mind by working with Get Priority Straight, who supports you in getting financial clarity, wisely managing your money, and truly being in control of your finances. To have a conversation with Get Priorities Straight, call 206-264-4424 or email info at letsgps.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM, KKNW, the Friday, November 20th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily virtually. You can also listen to our show on podcasts and on air on Saturdays at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything money. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint. And now back in studio, Doug Peterson, owner and founder, 
Angel Barna, client relationship and former client, and Leowald Operation and Cat Herder. Paying attention to business finances when you're overwhelmed, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. I, uh, I have a science project going on right now. If you haven't noticed, there's this weird thing in the sky that's really bright that's, um, that's showed up from nowhere. I don't know where this thing came from. I don't even know what it is. The sun or something like that? Anyways, um, paying attention to a business finance when you're overwhelmed. Um, obviously, a really important subject for businesses, especially now. I mean, during this COVID time when things are frantic and nuts. Why is paying attention, Doug, to your business finances so hard? Uh, and what can you do about it, especially in uh, good times, too, when you're killing it? Um, we talked about those fluctuations and stuff. Managing that's difficult. So um, what can you do about it? You know, when people, things are going really well, people party. When things are going tough, they ponder. So often when things are going well, people don't pay a lot of attention. When things are going rough, they're focused on how do we get out of this? And so many business owners are great technicians at what they do, and they're brilliant. They have never learned how to manage cash flow. They've hired bookkeepers to keep track of the books. They've hired accountants to help them with their taxes but they've never really learned how to quantitatively and qualitatively look at their finances. But I'm going to do a whole 180 and say it all starts with your personal finances. You need to know what the business needs to support. And your personal finances have a tremendous impact on your quality of life. So if you know what the business has to support and you give yourself a regular paycheck and the distributions we talked about, now you've got a foundation to know what you need to make as an entrepreneur and an owner and actually be profitable. There's an awful lot of entrepreneurs that are not. And every dollar you spend beyond that, you um, beyond your uh, every dollar you spend in excessive overhead is coming right out of your paycheck. And if that's if you're a single producer, but it works the same if you got a team. So getting your finances clear is one thing, but then it's really understanding. What do you need? When do you need it? And not do one thing that is so common, which is checkbook budgeting. We have money in the account. We can afford it. You haven't taken into account seasonality. You haven't taken into account the new hire you need. It just takes time and you need to manage it intentionally. I think Angel put it again. Once you put it well again, once you know where your money's going and you've planned it and you've projected it, you can understand what you can and can't do and what's worth it? Any comments, Leah or Angel? Yeah, I would say that, um, you know, when you're a small business owner, it's super important to separate the two. And even though you have separate checking accounts, when you're running your business and you're busy and you're not paying attention, you're swiping for different expenses that are business or sometimes your business is paying for your personal and it muddies the water. And it's really tough to get clear on, on separating the two which is, you know, something that, that we've seen working with our clients, myself included, right? Mine was like semi-separate and, um, you know, but if you can just make the cut and divide the two, it, it's all much easier, much clearer. Yeah, and Angel owns her own health insurance brokerage, Troth & Co. And she had a little bit extra bandwidth going through this COVID thing to help with get priorities straight. And so she knows she's living it. <laughs> She owns the company and Leah does the same thing. She has checkmark projects and works with me on a part-time basis, has for a year and a half, and she's amazing. And what do you think, Leah? 
Well, you know, we, we've been having this conversation internally a lot lately about, uh, you know, our clients who are business owners and how, how they, they try to grow their business, right. And their profitability in their business to afford their lifestyle, right? Like, oh no, I don't have enough money in my personal life. I need to I need to, I need to have more from my business. I need to, I need to make more money in my business. And that's a, that's a, you know, nobody wins that game, right? Like nobody's going to win that game when you're trying to out, out earn your spending. So if you don't know and get a, if you don't know what your personal spending is and can't get a hold on just that piece, then you're going to be trying to chase after something in your business that is going to lead you to be overworked, overwhelmed, stressed, you know, resentful, all of those things. And you're going to take it out on your team, on your team, the people that support you, all of that. And it's, it's an unhealthy place to be. Very important. Tina, I had to mention, um, people listening to the show on the radio have no idea about talking about the sun. I'm having my house painted and there's no blinds anymore. And we haven't seen the sun in like 10 days. And it decided to come in this bling right in my face. So all, all you guys are probably staring at me on this. Like, what the heck? How do you see right now? It's all good. You look like an angel, Keelan. <laughs> so, Doug, as Aaliyah had stated, so many business owners think the solution to their money problems is just to go out and earn more money. So how do you stop the cycle of trying to out-earn your spending? In the growth and learning process, there's five stages. The first step is awareness. And it's just becoming aware of where your money's going and what you're getting from it. Angel said it great. Do I want to spend $300 with Starbucks? Think of how much coffee you'll have in the house if you buy $300 worth of coffee. And it's the same thing with your business. The second step is to practice, right? Let's pay attention, see what it goes, see, see what we want to spend money on, what we don't. The third step is success and failure. And it's that awkward time and it's where everybody quits. And that's what we help people continue to move through. Well, I looked at them, I got all this together. It wasn't all that helpful. Well, you have to have some history to have any real data to figure out if this is going to happen again. But if you haven't been paying attention, it doesn't help. Then you develop new skills and then you integrate them. So it's back to habits. It's back to building a strong foundation, understanding your financials. And if you can't do it yourself, have someone help you understand them. They're not that complicated, but figuring out anything you don't know about is harder than having somebody help you make a shortcut and shorten the learning curve. I mean, that makes me wonder, Doug, how many business owners actually know how much money they need for their business? Leah, you're laughing. Just laugh. uh, yeah, I laugh. <laughs> it, the answer is almost none, right? That it's, it is, they have a vague idea, but like Doug was saying, like so many people don't realize, like there's, I think he, like 50% people, they're, they, they're spending at least 50% more than they think they are, right? And you know, I've, I've seen it. I'm not, you know, like within GPS, I've seen it. I actually used to be a chief of staff for a financial planning firm. I've seen it there, right? Like I, I've been in around this industry long enough that I'm like, wow, like people really just don't know. They don't know. And it's, uh, it's worth mentioning that people who are making high incomes, it's almost worse for them. The people who are, who are making low income, like, you know, lower incomes or who are just scraping by, they are very cognizant of where their dollars are going. It's once you get into those high earning spaces that it, that you stop paying as much attention because it's not a pain point. Right. And there becomes so much more ambiguity because 
it's, it doesn't hurt anymore, right? It's not a stress. It's not stress in that same way of, can I pay my mortgage? Can I feed my kids? You know, can we afford private school? Any of those things like that's, it's not on the table any longer. And so people start to stick their head in the sand. And that's when you get into spending considerably more than you think you are. Yeah. So, so true. And it's the same at home and it's the same in business. We do the same stuff over and over again. Well, it's just like anything else. It's you have to, you have to change that habit and changing habit. As uh, you guys know, I'm a time management business efficiency coach and it's all around the habit. Any of the tools and resources and all the great stuff that you learn in my course, it's not sustainable. It's not going to do anything for you until you've created a habit around my philosophy of one time in your business. And you need somebody to hold you accountable and to be there with you through that process. And that's really what GPS does in the financial side of it is to be there to hold you accountable. Also to set up the, the foundation, the tools, you know, what you need to do and helping you with the, um, the steps and the things that you need, but then making sure that you're creating better habits around how you manage your money, correct? Yeah. And, and one, one more comment. I mentioned, Angel mentioned about being a cheerleader on emergency funds, you know, literally on the personal side, people making over 150,000, 25% of people in the US do not have an emergency fund at all. And you need an emergency fund at home and you need reserves in your business. And yeah. people spend what they have so often. Yes. And so yeah. it's building up that reserve, being able to last when the downturn happens or a customer doesn't pay. Absolutely. So we have to wrap up the show just really quickly, uh, Doug. Critically important to have your separate finances for your personal and business, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. No question. Yeah. And people lose tax deductions because they're not paying a debt attention. So every thousand dollars they pay attention to, they didn't have to earn thirteen, fourteen hundred to pay it. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, as we're wrapping up here, uh, so we've got to wrap up the show. Um, I, I just had a conversation with Doug and some of the, the tips and things that he gave on tax. He's not a CPA, licensed CPA. He doesn't give tax advice. However, he's got some loops and things that really you need to know about. So reach out to GPS, get your finances, get your priorities straight with your finances. Thank you to each one of you on the GPS team for being here today for the entire show. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And this is your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are lo lo your local mortgage experts. And we got to sign off for the day. Enjoy the rest of your week and weekend. We look forward to talking more money with you next weekend right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.